Comparatively speaking to the macho man Randy Savage, you are nothing but garbage, yeah. Careful you don't hurt your neck again going through those ropes. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. This is another episode of Boot to the Face, a special edition with the British Amazon, Heidi Katrina. How's it going? <laughs> Hi. What do you like to go by? Heidi or Katrina? Uh, Heidi. Okay. So how's it going? Yeah, good. Thank you. Finally get to do this. <laughs> it is. It's a, a pleasure. So tell uh, the listeners where you're from, a little bit about you. Okay, so I'm from Britain, from England, London, Essex originally. Um, somehow I ended up in the United States via Japan, so there's a lot to get through. Oh, Japan, wow. Yes. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I actually, uh, uh, I don't know, I better just start from the beginning, eh? <laughs> right, okay. Um so yeah obviously I'm from Britain like I started training in England obviously I was trained by Robbie Brookside Marty Jones and then um I got asked to go to Japan like about four or five years ago and I was only supposed to be there for three months and then apparently they loved me so I ended up staying there for almost like yeah four years pretty much three and a half four years uh I moved to all different companies like all over Japan and then I kind of made a name for myself. And then I sort of uh, left Japan. Just I wanted a bit of a change, really. Um, and then I went to America, Canada, all the rest of it. So, yeah, that's basically where I am now. I'm just kind of in America, kind of aiming to do the same type of thing that I did in Japan, but in the United States. So before we get to the United States stuff, what got you into wrestling? Yeah, so um, I wrestled, I guess, like everyone does. I watched it when I was younger. Uh, me and my brother used to <laughs> used to wrestle each other. <laughs> that was awesome. So, <laughs> yeah, like, honestly, you wouldn't even believe it, obviously, how big I am. But, like, I used to, uh, you know, like the cushions from, like, a sofa or something. So, like, we used to, like, stack them up really high, right? So it was, like, the turnbuckle or something, like the top turnbuckle. I just died onto each other like it was so ridiculous and like we're talking like I must have been like eight years old like so that was like watching WCW so that was like my first like kind of whoa you like WCW yeah so it was on I remember it literally literally oh yes I was in school right and on a Friday night okay this is where it all started my brother was watching wrestling and I've come in the living room and I'm like what is that and I sat down and then I remember seeing also another Saturday he was watching it and China just picked up I think it was uh, I don't know who it was just picked up this dude and just threw her over her head and and then like she was like the international champion I was like yeah that's what I want to (laughs) do that's funny so funny so you go to Japan and you stay there for four years yeah, I know. It's really funny because all my friends were like, uh, 
why don't you tell me you were leaving? Like, oh, just leave, yeah? I was like, well, it was only supposed to be a three-month tour, you know? But then I ended up staying, and, you know, I love Japan, so why not? How's the food in Japan? I love the food. I literally love everything about that place. Like, I Really? Can... Yeah. <laughs> I've never been. I'm, I'm scared of airplanes, for one. And for two, <laughs> I have a palate of a child. Like, I only like chicken tenders and stuff like that, so... <laughs> Yeah, you'd be screwed. <laughs> I've eaten stuff that I don't even know what it is. Like, you know. Yeah. See that I can't do. If I don't know what it is, I will not eat it. If it looks like <laughs> something, I don't know. I don't know. I, I definitely wouldn't be able to do that. I couldn't survive. I hear they got McDonald's over there though. So it's oh all- my god, their McDonald's is just so delicious. Like. It's not even like McDonald's here. It's just like such quality food. And like, I've got to say, while we're on the topic, that their toilets are just the most immaculate places. <laughs> like a gas station toilet. Like you could literally eat your dinner off of the floor. Like it's spotless. spotless. I'm, I'm laughing because a lot of people in the wrestling community go to uh, Wrestle Kingdom. And that's all they talk about is how oh, toilets are crazy it's over the future, there. Future, literally, like you've no idea. Like you, it just just makes you feel like special. Like you walk up into <laughs> the, the, the. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm a lady, but I've got to tell you, like you know, the door just opens up on its own, right? So already, like this is this is cool, right? The door just opens, and then like this like realm, just like all this steam and it's just like amazing and then everything's electronic and it's just like oh god it's so cool like, it sounds like a sauna like <laughs> yeah it's like coming out of space like, obviously some of them are quite traditional and I, I don't you know I'm not going to go into detail with that but everybody you, you'll understand trust me everybody always talks about the toilets because they just are immaculate really okay so <laughs> pros pros of Japan the toilets <laughs> cons the food alright I'm, I'm making a list now the culture the life the vibe the energy like oh god i wish i could explain it like i love japan how was the wrestling over there oh god do you know what's really funny i've always loved japan and it just so happened that like i ended up being brought there for my job which is wrestling so it was double as cool and it was just the wrestling is just on another level like it and it it means something to everybody like it's not even just normal society like normal people like everybody knows wrestling like it's a national sport there like pro wrestling is it's highly respected you know i kind of wish that it had the exact same kind of like stardom as the rest of the world but over there like everybody's just like whoa you know it's we're cool. assholes over here so i mean everyone's like oh yeah it's not real i'm like oh. yeah i know we we're different breed <laughs> over here in america with people like literally <laughs> so when did you come to america you said you were in japan for four years and you came here when Yes, so actually, like, I left last year, so it's coming up to a year. Here and there, like, I've not just stayed here, I've been all over the place. But, like, I left Japan for, like, something new and came over to here. And, yeah, I've just kind of been working in the Midwest uh, and that kind of region, really, coming back and forth to Britain and stuff. I'm waiting for my next tour. I was supposed to be in Japan uh, throughout Christmas in, like, October time, but something came up. So I'm going to be going there, like, eventually in the next couple months, hopefully. Right. Um, so I saw you live here in Georgia the night Jericho and all of them invaded 
yes. Southern <laughs> Honor. And I posted a picture and everybody was like, so who's who's the person next to Jericho? Did they like kick a lot of ass? And I was like, actually, yeah, they did. They were like one of the stars of the show. And so um, how was that as far as take me a little bit behind the curtain? Did you know they were going to be there? Obviously, you knew something. Um, And how was the interaction with Jericho and Cody and Omega and all of them? Were they what you thought they would be or? I mean, I know, like, I, I talk to Jericho. I know of Jericho. I know him. Like, we were on a, we're kind of friends in a way, really. We kind of met in Japan, all those lot are from Japan, really. Like, you always end up crossing paths with people, like, when you're over there, like, as foreigners in that land. So I kind of knew them. I know them from Japan, and they're just great people. Like, the show was unbelievable. Uh, Jericho recommended me, brought me in. He's awesome. Like, I mean... I don't know if you remember the show, but it was just mind-blowing. Like, yeah. everything came together. The crowd was just so surprised that all the boys were there. And it was just awesome. I love what they've done there at Southern Honor. And I love what they do um, at AEW as well. I just think it's a great product, what they're producing. You know, it's just such an exciting time to be a wrestler, you know. That, that was actually my first. See, I live. <laughs> I live probably 20 minutes from where they do that at, and I had no clue it was going on, and a couple guys in podcasting told me about it, and they're like, look, we're trying to get a 1,000 people come out there. So that was my first time going, and I've been back almost every month since then because they do it once a month, and I haven't seen you there, so you need to make that happen. Yeah, everyone, it's really funny. Everyone keeps on asking me about that. And everyone literally daily keeps asking me about, like, why I'm not here, what I'm doing this and what I'm doing that. And, like, it's the same answer as I give everybody. Like, I'm just focusing on myself, building myself, like, uh, as a product and just being the best that I can be uh, after, like, reverse culture shock from being in Japan for so long. Like, you get used to a certain type of method of, like, wrestling and way of life if you will. And so. toilets. Yeah, you get used to toilets. We don't, we don't have <laughs> the good ones. Peasant society. Where, <laughs> I've got to say, can I just say what, honestly, can I just say one thing, right? I love your country, America. It's beautiful. But Jesus Christ, I do not want to see what someone else is doing in the cubicle next to me. Like, what, what's with the, like, with the, like, door that's, like, halfway off the ground? Like, I don't want to see your feet, dude. Like, nah. Wait. Like, did you know? It's not like, like that in everywhere? Japan, right? Wait for it. In Japan, there's a button that you can press that gives you privacy. Like, birds tweet, people sing. Like, to t- Oh, wow. So you can't hear what's going what? on with somebody. I don't know, but that's that's fantastic. That's hilarious. <laughs> this is not like a topic that I like to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't like to talk about the American toilets. Japanese toilets Listen, are fine. Like, I come back and I was just like, I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, whoa, that's kind of weird. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. So where are you wrestling at now? I see you traveling all the time. Are you just kind of... Yeah, I'm a vigilante. I'm always on the move. Uh, I just go wherever, really. I I wrestle out of state quite a lot. Uh, throughout the last year, I've been wrestling like all over the United States, really. Just trying to get out of the mid. Like the Midwest is kind of primarily where I am, and then like obviously the surrounding states. Um, I'm looking to just branch over everywhere this year. That's kind of I've got some stuff uh, in the mix, which is exciting. So just gonna see where that takes me. Really, I really love wrestling in in uh, the USA. There, I've got to say. 
the crowd's just powerful, you know? Right. So I see you in the gym all the time. Yes. Is that like the only way that people that are in wrestling stay in shape is to basically live in the gym? No. A lot of people do not go to the gym and they still are epic workers, you know. But for me, like, I'm all about the aesthetic side of things. Like, I'm quite traditional, you know. Like, I remember, like I said to you before, like, I grew up on, like, China and all those lot. And, you know, like, Triple H and things. And they all, they're all in massively good condition, you know. So I always kind of subconsciously took that upon myself. And I guess from a career that I'd, I had before, like I'd, I'd done a bit of modeling and stuff like that. So I've always really looked after myself, like presentation wise. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to wrestling, I just like to be the polished product. Like that's why I put so much work into my body and stuff, you know. I feel like I should be in better shape by how many times I see you at the gym. No, without me even working out. People think I live there. They think they, she's like, uh, do you live at the gym? I'm like, yes, I live at the gym. Like, come on, dude. Like, I'm just an athlete. Like, it's just in my natural DNA to be an athlete. And I've always been like that, you know? So what are your plans for uh, Mania Weekend? I know you said you're trying to travel and stuff. Are you doing anything down there yet? or? Um, I honestly, I don't really buy into all of that hype. Like, I respect a lot of the, like, everyone that gets into it. But I just kind of do my own thing. If someone, like brings me in or books me in for something then that's great but other than that it's just a normal weekend for me honestly like it never stops for me really you know what are your plans for 2020 if you uh, could take over the world okay i got you and <laughs> when when you take over the world i need those japanese toilets here in america when you get done <laughs> trust me one of my life goals ready <laughs> <laughs> But no, uh, 2020. What what are what do you what goals you got for this year as far as in wrestling? I'm just gonna evolve as a person, as a wrestler, as an athlete, as an individual, as a woman. You know, as a human. I'm just I just want to evolve and be the best I can be. Because when when you've got a lot of people that kind of you don't you, you never really realize how many people watch you and look up to you. And even on your darkest days you're still a light on somebody else's darkness. So for me, that's really hit home. And I, I've kind of realized that I've got to, I've got to do it for everybody else and not just for myself. So, but mostly I just have to really just keep pushing as an individual. I just want to get to the top of my game and the top of wrestling and the top of everything, really just be the best I can be. If that makes sense. <laughs> and what does the top mean? The top means, I feel in myself like, okay, you did what you said you could do. Okay, let's take two seconds to to give yourself a round of applause. Okay, now on to the next. Because it is very difficult for me to be like, oh, well done, well done. Like, I'm just, I'm a perfectionist and I'm always hungry. And even when you reach the limit and the bar, like, there's always a step further you can go. You just always got to stay hungry. And I'm just always hungry. (laughs) Literally. Yeah, me too, but I don't work out as much as you do, so. Oh, my God, don't. I haven't worked out, literally. I'm literally going mad. I haven't worked out since Saturday. No, no, Friday, because I've got an injury at the moment. And for God's what sake, happened? I can't. Yeah, it's very silly, embarrassing. So what happened was I Let's hurt. Let's talk about it. Yeah, we can talk. I, I actually hurt 
the right foot. Okay, so let me start from the beginning. I hurt the right foot, right? Really simple little injury on the heel, right? One week. And the next week, I injure the other foot, right? So now I can't walk because I've got no feet. Because I've injured both of them. Because I got no feet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, obviously I have feet, but you know what I mean? And like, yeah, so like, it's really crazy. So obviously just my luck, isn't it? So, so now I'm, I'm out of action physically, like in terms of walking. But it should clean up pretty quick. Uh, the swelling's going down. It's just driving me mad not being in the gym, you know? So what's the prognosis? How long are you going to be with no feet? Uh... <laughs> Um, honestly, like it's, I'm probably in my, in my Heidi estimation, it's probably going to be like a good seven days before everything's cleared up. In terms so what'd of- you do? Did you sprain your ankle or something? Or? So, uh, What's- no. So do you know the bone like on the foot, like on the side of the foot? Yes. So I don't know how I managed it, but jumping off of whatever I jumped off of, I managed to hit that tiny little bone on the foot and it just blew up into like this big like balloon like my and it's just crazy like yeah <laughs> and what happened to the other one the other one's just like really the, the the heel the heel's like completely like botched because all my weight has just been on it so it's fine though i'm really not one to to moan in fact a lot of people don't even know that i'm injured because i just kind of keep it like a low profile when when i'm injured you know kind of retreat if you will so what have you been doing with your time video gaming I mean, I bloody wish. Obviously, I've been out and about every day out of the house because even though I'm hopping around, I can still go out and about. But I've just been kind of, yeah, just realising that you should definitely not take two limbs um, for granted. That's what I've learned in this process. Yeah. And also that why do I do this as a job? That's also what I learned. (laughs) (laughs) You're hilarious. <laughs> in fact, I do all of these like complex movements, right? I go to the gym like bloody three times a day or whatever it is. And then I jump off the rope one time. I think it was on an axe handle. Really embarrassing. It's not even in that exotic. And then I just hurt myself. So there we go. So. You should do more ankle workouts. <laughs> I know, right? I, I, would, I would be hard on myself because I train my body to protect myself. But how do you train the, the foot bone? I mean, come on. Like. Well, in my line of work, I just wear really big boots. That's, right. how, that's how I protect my feet. I wear steel toes. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, in my line of work, foot bones, they've got to be on point. And I was just like, what? <laughs> well, I mean, I do need my foot bone to work in my line of work. That's Why do you need a foot bone? Like, I, didn't even, I mean, anyway, that's whatever. So you're not gaming? I see you gaming like all throughout oh, Christmas and when you I went wish. back to England and yes, right. Basically, a lot of people ask me this question on a regular basis. I've no idea why. Uh, okay, I love I love retro games. I love video games. I love old school games or whatever else. But obviously, I don't have a console in America. Um, all of the consoles that me and my brother share, they're all kind of in England. So when I get to go back, like, once a year or whenever it is, every couple months or whatever, uh, I get to, like, if I have time, I get to play a little bit. And the reason there was a lot going on at Christmas is because Shemu, obviously, you've seen me talk about it a lot, um, that game is set at Christmas. So it's special for me to play at Christmas. Does that make sense? Yes. Not really, but yes. (laughs) So when I go back (laughs) to Christmas, obviously, it's Shemu because the game is actually set 
in the Christmas period. So it mate, it all ties up. I get you. Very big com- community behind Shemu, obviously. So why are you not gaming here? Um, I don't actually have a console here. Like it'd be ridiculous for me to like send all the consoles over here, and I don't. I, I just I try to make my life a video game. You know, that's why I don't really play games that much anymore. Does that make sense? No. Why? <laughs> makes perfect sense to me. That's all that oh matters. <laughs> I'm telling you, you you remind me of friends that I have. I feel like we're out yeah, drinking somewhere. Good. At least you've got mates, eh? Yeah. I, <laughs> believe it or not, some of us wrestling podcasters actually know people. Oh, really? They just sit and hide, like in a little. Yeah, room. we're not all like big neck beards with <laughs> in our in our mom's basement. Oh God, don't! <laughs> I have no clue where the rest of this interview is going now. I'm just <laughs> yeah, me and you just chatting. You, you'll you'll find that with me. I literally just you can't get probably can't get a word in. That's I'm, good though. I hope you stay that way when you get when you blow up and become a big star. Don't you change and start acting yeah. all sadity? An Essex, uh, an Essex native. Uh, we always kind of stay the same, you know. Like we're kind of like, who's an example? Will Ospreay is from Essex, actually from the same place as me, and the same wrestling school. How weird is that? So, yeah, weird. So we're from Essex, and Essex people kind of, they're kind of like really chatty and really kind of down to earth. You know, it, it comes with the, the yeah. <laughs> You're like cooler than Will Ospreay, though. Huh. You're a lot cooler than Will Ospreay. I'm not Did you a Will Ospreay. Than Will Ospreay. Cooler, cooler. Oh, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you think I said? I don't know. I was just like, okay, that's cool. <laughs> so, serious question: what's what's it? Um, how's it being a woman on the indie wrestling scene? Do you find it more difficult, or with the presence of the women's revolution and all that, is it easier to get work or is it harder? Um, no, no, no. I honestly, uh, it's always hard being a female in a in a kind of, I guess you could say, originally a man's world. Even though it's definitely not a man's world now. Like women's wrestling is, you know, finally getting the glorification that it deserves. You know, truly deserves. Um, it's always hard to be a woman. Uh in this kind of world because obviously you do get like you know the ups and the downs of the business any kind of entertainment business but I'm very very uh, appreciative that the women's kind of like wrestling is being put into the spotlight now because a lot of people were like kind of because I I guess we went for a stage where people kind of was just like ugh, women's wrestling and that upsets me obviously you know as a woman as an athlete so now that it's been kind of skyrocketed and I want to say uh, made popular again, even though it never really went unpopular to people that get wrestling. <laughs> um, does that make any sense? Yes. Yeah. So I'm actually really happy that it's finally getting um, its, I don't know, just the respect that it deserves, you know, yeah. and also it's, it's hard for us girls, you know, I feel like. So if you could pick one wrestler in the world now to wrestle with, who would it be? Just a match, uh, my, not like a long program and all that. Just like I want to fight this person one on one and see what happens. Okay, my dream match. Can I, how many can I pick? You can pick as many as you want. We got all night. Well, not all night. I got to go feed my kids soon. <laughs> we got all night, except we don't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> only, 
only one person I will choose uh, for my dream match, and that's Kota Ibushi. Obviously, I would wow. love to wrestle that guy. Yeah, I think it would be awesome. Oh wow! I didn't expect you to pick a man. Yeah, a lot of people. Uh, I love Japanese wrestling, and obviously living there, I went to see all the guys wrestle live all the time. Right. I was mesmerized. You know, Kenta is also another guy that I'd like to wrestle, but Kota Ibushi is definitely number one on my list in terms of dream matches. You know, that's fantastic. <laughs> it's random, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It's very random, but I, I, uh, I'm not a big. New Japan guy. I watch all the Wrestle Kingdoms and all that. But Ibushi is one of the guys that I... Last year for Mania, we went to New York and saw him live for the first time. And It's great, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I kind of decided that he was going to be, like, my dream match the first time I saw him, which was... I went the first time I went to Japan. Uh, my sponsor was like, oh, Heidi, come to show. I was like, awesome, let's go. What is it? He's like, oh, it's Wrestle One show. And I'm like, that's back when he used to wrestle for like Wrestle One and all that. And I remember seeing him, like, I remember, I didn't know, I was with someone else at the minute and uh, at that time, and we were watching it. And uh, I saw this guy and he was walking on, on top of the uh, the balcony ledge. And I'm like, who's this Is guy? Is it Sting? And, uh, huh? Was it Sting? No, it wasn't. <laughs> uh, and then he's walking on the ledge and he just, he moonsaults off of the third story at the balcony in this arena. And this is the first time I've ever been to a show in Japan. And I'm just like, who is that? And then I saw him wrestling. And I was like, that guy's crazy. He's awesome. And I love people that don't have any fear. Like they, they don't exhibit any fear in the ring. When I see like a, a wrestler like that, that pulls me in, you know, I don't know what? why. So all time, who's your favorite wrestler male and female oh it'd be difficult to pick really um i'd say like i've got so many i couldn't pick really. you gotta pick one just doing would... one um oh god i don't know honestly it's too difficult i'd say the biggest the person who's had the biggest influence on, on me is it's got to be china she's she changed the game for me you know what wow. i mean like she did she she was basically what every what every girl really needed back then like this strong powerful woman that can do exactly what the guys can do like she wasn't a female champion of wwe she was the intercontinental championship there was no gender involved she was it and that for me is just cool you know i didn't know you were old enough to watch china back then yeah everyone like um I mean, everybody knows China anyway, but not that I'm going to say how old I am. <laughs> well, <I'm... laughs> Hopefully I still look like I'm in good nick, so that's all right. <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, okay. So that's British. I'll teach some words. That's British for like, you're in good shape. You're in good nick. Yeah, he's in good nick. She's good in good nick. nick. I'm going to start yeah. saying that to people and not telling them what the hell I'm talking about yeah, when I say off, it. Leave it. And, yeah. and they're like, who's nick? It's like, what? dude, I'm in a horrible nick right now. No, don't what? say that. People look at you weirdly. Like, who's this guy? <laughs> <laughs> who's Nick? <laughs> so your favorite wrestler is China. Who's your favorite wrestler going right now besides you? I love watching, um, like I said before, I love watching Kenta. And I love watching Marafuji. Uh, these are all Japanese guys, obviously, if you are familiar with Noah. Um, 
I like NXT. I like watching all the guys coming through, doing their stuff there. Um, in terms of like, how can I say? So I want to say Kurt Angle was actually one of the one of my favorites from when I was growing up. Like I just really, really liked his his ability of like just he just generally like, he's such an underrated worker. I feel like yeah, he was. I mean, I'm not a wrestler, but. From somebody that's been watching for so long, Kurt Angle was one of the most legit, like, ass-whooping wrestlers. Yeah. He would play around and make jokes and all that, but when the bell yeah. rang, he but was... When push come to shove, that right. guy can tie you in knots and bows and God knows what. And right. I, I, I liked that about him, that he was the whole product, you know, the finished product. Like, he was polished head to toe. And, like, I aspire to be that, you know. So, um, if, go but, ahead. Oh no! I was just gonna say, like, I like a lot of the British, uh, the British traditional um, chain wrestlers um, that you'll see, like world of sport type guys as well. Like, I watch a lot of that stuff. You know, when I'm thinking of like transitions and stuff. You know. So, if somebody was to never have seen one of your matches and they go to YouTube, what's the match they should pull up? Oh gosh, none of them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Uh, I don't know really there's a lot there's a lot um there's a lot of weird stuff on there there's a lot of good stuff there's a lot of not so good stuff there's I don't know, there's a mix of everything i would probably pull up some of the stuff that i've done in atlanta at the minute i'd say that always goes plain sailing um atlanta i know that place. Yeah, i've actually worked a lot in atlanta over the last uh, year like there's a lot of stuff. I'm not sure if it. There's a lot of stuff that's not on on YouTube. Like people just keep keep the footage, and uh, it will be eventually surfaced. But so, where do you wrestle in Atlanta besides Southern Honor? Um, so I wrestle for a company called UCW. Mm-hmm. So they they always have like quite quite massive shows with quite big talent on there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of like. It's like Atlanta, South Carolina, all those kind of surrounding kind of areas. I'm really not good, 100% perfect on my geography with America. So, but I do understand that that's the surrounding states, like Atlanta, all those lot, uh, all the other ones. <laughs> I'm in Atlanta, and I don't even know half the companies that are around here. Like I said, I I just found Southern Honor like a year ago. Yeah, there's a lot of like kind of, I mean, it's not just Atlanta. There's a lot of like. Um, promotions like and that kind of thing. I mean you know you know what it's like I mean maybe you don't there's there's wrestling everywhere like in the right. cracks in the crevices like it's what crazy. the hell are we talking about now <laughs> sorry I'm really British <laughs> sometimes I forget how British I am and then I end up talking and then people American people look at me like what the hell are you talking about this happens to me on a regular basis. Like, it happens to me too, but I am American. There so we go. It happens to the best. <laughs> yeah. Once I get a little whiskey going, I just start running off at oh, the yeah? mouth. You, you know, never know what will come out. never know. My wife <laughs> will look late. at me like, yeah, my wife looks at me like, what the hell are you talking about? So you still haven't given me a match. What what match should I look up if I've never seen a British Amazon match? Oh, Is that still your nickname? Yes. Uh, I wouldn't even know. I'm trying to think. Um, you can just look at some Japan stuff, maybe. You can look at some DDT stuff. The matches I've done in DDT were bloody hilarious. Oh, my God. 
so funny. So when you were here, the one that I saw, you were a bad guy and you were talking shit to people like the entire yep. time in the middle of the match. And I was like, I was like, I love that. <laughs> and then I watched um, like a couple months later, it was some internet pay-per-view thing that I got for free and I watched and you were babyface, but you were still kind of doing it. So which one's your favorite? Do you like? You like sucking up to the crowd, or you like talking shit to them? Sucking up to it. Oh, I don't like sucking up to anything or anyone. But <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, oh, it's difficult. Yeah, it's got to be. It's it's got to be heel. I, I I just I'm a natural villain, you know. You know. You don't look like a villain. Do I not? Oh. You look like you would help me with directions if I was lost. Yeah, I'd send you off a cliff or something. Oh, that's that's, that's bullshit. <laughs> um, actually, like when when it comes to it, like obviously, like in the gym, I've got like resting, you know, bitch face, as it were. So I call it my resting gym face. Like so, that's kind of what I am when it when it comes to fighting. You know, like even when I'm a baby face, I'm still a bit cheeky. Do you know what cheeky means? I do that not, but I would love for you to explain it to me. Oh, do you know what? I, if I had a pound or a dollar, but every time I had to explain this to somebody, there's no direct com- like. <laughs> there's no, your face. There's no translation. Right, hold on. I'm gonna try my best. Okay, right. So, like, it means like naughty, a bit adventurous, a bit sassy, a bit, a bit, you know, like a bit cheeky, you know. Okay, I got you. Mischievous. A bit mischievous, a bit naughty, a bit like friendly, a bit cheeky, a bit smiley. I keep saying cheeky. Yeah, the definition for cheeky is cheeky. <laughs> literally, literally. Oh my god, I'm gonna start doing that now. Next person to ask me, and they will ask me, right? I'm like, nah, cheeky means cheeky. See you later. That works. That works. I'll ask Alexa when this is over. It's a done deal. That's. <laughs> oh god. So, anything you want to plug or whatever before we get out of here? Social no. media, anything coming up? <laughs> hmm? It's been an absolute pleasure. Well, I had fun. I enjoyed it. It took forever, but we finally got it done. Um, it's probably one of the funniest interviews I've ever done, <laughs> which is good. Maybe you can be a regular on here. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Just give you like my updates of life, you know? <laughs> When you're not hobbling around on no feet yep. and not being cheeky. What else did I learn today? You no, could no, teach you could teach the boot to the face listeners different British words like oh, I'm telling you. My God. We need to have a show. Heidi's British words. You're welcome. I mean, I'm I've already written it down and it's like a it's a quarterly a year thing, so you get the oh words together. I was literally, I was on the plane the other day teaching my whole plane, like, words in British. Because you know what happens, don't you? Someone always talks to me. And I, I try to lay low like this. Oh, my God. Somebody will always want to talk. And at first, I'm like, oh, come on. I've just had a 13-hour bloody plane. And then a, four, and then a fifth, like, eight-hour wait. The last thing I want to do is chin wag with someone in the dark on a plane. But, God, do you know what? Sod it. I'll have a chat. And then I end up chatting. And then the whole plane chats to me, and I don't know how I end up doing this. I'm the same way. See, I'm like a yeah. bald black guy, and I'm like, all right, if I just don't smile, nobody's <laughs> going to want to talk to me, right? But yeah. 
it's always the exact opposite. I know. Like Sixty-year-old white dudes like, "Hey, how's it going today?" Hey, Ask me about the weather and all kind of shit like that. And I'm like, I don't want to talk to people today. I just want to get in, get my stuff from Walmart, and go home. And I everybody wants to talk to. Me. I literally sometimes wish. I don't know if I should even like. <laughs> you, you, you should be careful what you wish for. But sometimes I literally just want to be invisible. I just want to do my stuff. And get back, and there's no, you know, I, I want to look whatever, and I don't, I don't want any hassle, you know. You can't be invisible. That's impossible. <laughs> well, <laughs> unless you're in Japan in one of those toilets that's got the Tweety the, Bird. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's really weird when someone's left it on, and you and you and you're coming through the subway, and you come in, and you can hear. I'm like, and then they're all going off, and I'm like. What is going on right now? Like, I so cannot the, take this, okay? Two o'clock in the afternoon, there's there's all this noise from the toilet, like birds and stuff. Like, I just, I need, I can't take it. I'm going to title this episode, Japanese <laughs> Toilets with the British Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I sound like a prude, right? But I am a prude. I feel like toilets are important. And Japan, they just, oh, God, they changed the game, really. They changed the game. So what's next? What we got going on coming up? And well, I'm just kind of going to see how my foot pans out, really. Which one? Uh, well, <laughs> the left one. <laughs> right one's all right. <laughs> I know it's so disgusting. Like my feet is like oh my, my my feet are actually very immaculate. I like to keep my feet immaculate, but there's nothing I can do. I've got really swollen foot, so I just got. To these things happen, you know, you just gotta ride it out. Comes with the job criteria, you know. So tell everybody where they can find you on social media. <laughs> well, it's always fun and games if you follow me. Um, I have a question before you do that. Did somebody steal your name on Twitter? Uh, no, why? Because you have two A's on your name at oh. the end of it. Um, actually, uh, the A is actually my surname. So, uh, my family name. So, my first name's Heidi Katrina, and my last name starts with A. It starts with A, yeah. So, that's kind of why. But also, I think someone did actually take Heidi Katrina. So, I don't know who they are. Probably living their life unknowingly. So, where can people find you on social? Yes. So, you can find me on Twitter at Heidi Katrina. Can you say that again? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i like skimmed past it i was like is he gonna notice that i don't pronounce t's oh we can we can save that for the episode of hi- of spelling with heidi or what was it? What, did we <laughs> yeah. come up with? what did we come up with heidi's english words yeah heidi's british words there we go uh british hide british hide british words with heidi there we go rolls off the tongue um what did you even ask me your social media oh, yeah. now you have to say it again Okay, so my Instagram is at Heidi Katrina, two A's, and uh, Twitter, the same thing. There you go, you got it again. Two A's at the end, Heidi Katrina on Facebook, even though that's, oh God, more hassle than it's worth. <laughs> Do you want people friending you on there? <laughs> so the thing is, it obviously did actually start as like my friends and family on there which, you know, I love very much. And then it kind of branched into wrestling people and then it branched into promoters and then it advanced into fans. So now it's kind of like a, a fan base type profile that I've got going. 
So you're so friends with all your friends and whatnot on. Oh, that's Not cute. All of them. You get like a little. You get like with me. You get like you get a couple stripes. Okay. Like if you're gonna start sending me weird stuff, then you're out. But if you're gonna, you know, just be pleasant and everything's really positive and everyone's enjoying wrestling and just enjoying the like the life, the life that's happening around you, that's fine. But if you're gonna start being weird and stuff, that's when I start deleting people. Don't talk to my family either, because that's a big no-no. Oh wow, people do that. <laughs> Yeah, I really don't like it. And bless my mum. She's so sweet. She's like, Heidi, who's this? I'm like, no, mum, do not talk to that person. They're a fan. Like, don't speak to them. Don't con... Like, you know, do you know what I mean? People really do that. Yeah. I mean, they. Do, I think they don't, like, directly message my family. But, you know, um, obviously, like, there's, there's fans that will... <laughs> you know what they're like. They get really endorsed in, in, it, in it, you know, which I That's- love. That's a good word. I call it creepy. <laughs> I mean, you get you get the creepy people, you get the nice people, you get the normal people, and whatever. But it's the same with everything. So it's the nature of the beast, isn't it? Yeah, we're we're definitely gonna have to do a a vocabulary show because you're being very polite about it. Yeah, you've got no idea. Have you got any idea what I'm talking about? I, I haven't been too British, have I? No, you're good. You're good. I understand what you're talking about when you're talking about the fans, though. That's that's yeah. weird. But you know, whatever. You get some weird stuff, but I'm sure you know that everyone gets weird stuff in wrestling. <laughs> I got a message the other day, which I I was like, hey, that's not fair. Like, come on, the universe is this a joke? That someone sent me a message going, can I? Do you sell pictures of your feet? I was like, listen, all right. Can you they do what? Consider. <laughs> Something about my feet, and I was like, I'm injured. You're like, my feet are swollen. Leave me alone. <laughs> <Bitch>. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? That's uh, that's different. That's why the real Heidi doesn't answer questions. Like, <laughs> that's that's very different. Uh, I don't even know where to go after that. That's <laughs> the filter comes down, and you got to be professional. You know. What's the weirdest message you've gotten? Oh God! You don't even want to know. Trust me. <laughs> I do want to know. I just asked. I think. Uh, oh God. I think. I, let me just have a look at my phone. I literally had something really weird the other day. It made me laugh. You don't have to tell me who it was. Oh no! I'm not going to call anybody out. I mean, it, t- yeah. the thing is, right? She's like people... boot to the face. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people moan, right? And and that's fine. Like it's all right. Like if people want to like get get it out of the system, like having a little moan and stuff about fans and stuff does that mean like Like, bitching and complaining like not so much that but like obviously you are gonna get weird fans because we're in the entertainment business like you're you're gonna get like obsessive people because you've got to think back to like when you you like say like you like a favorite artist or something and, and you get obsessed with him or whatever like you know and and then you start like oh like kind of putting them on a pedestal and it, it kind of has the same concept you're open to criticism when you're a, a public figure so the weirdest question i've probably got was something about someone putting me in a like a, a can you what was it should i read it out is that bad you can say whatever you want it's uncensored <laughs> oh i know I'm, I'm being very well behaved <laughs> hold on a minute let me try and find it it was it was funny it did make me laugh um Oh, do you know what? I can't even. I think I deleted it. Here we go. Here's one. Um, 
cliffhanger. <laughs> okay, this is not the weirdest I've got, but this is just why... What, the latest. This is, this is latest. So I got a question going... Um, something he's asking me like if i do private mixed wrestling sessions which is pretty like sketchy anyway so i just thought humor i'm like okay yeah what do you want um and they sent me this really weird video of like a woman strangling a guy uh weirdly with her legs and then (laughs) he's like i want to do that with you i want to feel your reverse head scissor until i pass out (laughs) I was like, uh, okay, block. <laughs> like, that's good to know. Like, for me, it never goes any further. Like, I don't need to send block. a message and shut them down. I don't need to do anything. Like, for me, I'm just not that kind of person. Like, I, lo- I look at it, I take it in for a second, and I let it go, and I move on. Like, people can say whatever they want about me good or bad like everyone's allowed to speak and have their opinions so if you want to be creepy be creepy but it's not going to get you anywhere so whatever does it make sense i'm kind of chill about that kind of thing like obviously you get whatever you get because we're in the public eye but i never really take it further than the message like it's forgotten with you know how long has this been here i didn't see that Uh, about two hours really yeah, so obviously I got bit I got a bit bored. Um and sometimes like if I'm especially if I'm cutting, I'm I'm trying to like I'm on a diet at the minute. So like especially if I'm like oh, what? oh you make me sick. <laughs> no, I make myself sick. You're I mean, like the size of my phone. No, I'm not. That's what you think. No, I literally I need to like you know, I need to get shredded. Like it's been Christmas for too long in in my books really <laughs> you know i've been eating whatever i can because your food is so damn good oh gosh. oh the food's good but the toilets suck so it, it's good <laughs> going in but it sucks coming out oh the toilets are fine that was disgusting i know right i, I i'm ashamed of myself we don't talk about what happens in the toilet we just talk about the toilet okay that's that's how i operate well, listen, you didn't give me the rules before, so I, I don't know what yeah, the hell is going on anymore. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't know. That's, that's what the TV show or the monthly show is going to be about. Cheeky yeah. and what was the other one? Nick. I did, wait, and I'll just go and uh, <laughs> just inspect bathrooms. No. <laughs> you need a show where you go around and you just talk to random people and say British stuff to them and see if they can understand what the hell you're talking about. Oh my god, I'd be like the perfect salesman. Like, have you thought about electronic toilets? Like, <laughs> I just pull out this brochure of like really like retro, like futuristic toilets. And they're like, uh, yeah. We may have to put this episode on YouTube so everybody can see your facial expressions when you're talking about this. You see my like demonstrations of when I explain shapes. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, listen, I appreciate you coming on. I know we've been trying to do this for a while. It's been a lot of fun. Sorry. Everyone's always trying to get me. I'm really slippery. (laughs) We're going to leave that one alone. We're going to leave that one alone. (laughs) Just leave it. Leave it. Well, Heidi Katrina, the British Amazon. I'm Chris Rucker. This has been Boot to the Face. A special interview episode. Peace.
thank you for having me. It's been awesome.